is up? Welcome back to the Spook House. Good to be back for another episode. I am Phil, and you all know my co-host, Doug, the Pasta Goblin King that lurks in the streets of Long Island, Galliardo. What's up, man? That was probably the best intro I've ever received, ever. Oh, good. And we're like, we're like best friends. <laughs> uh, just to know, I would, I would, just to let you know, I would do the same for you if I was... Oh, first chair, I, I meant to like, I've all, I keep making a mental note. I'm like, let Doug kick off the next episode. He can come up with a dumb nickname for me. So. Oh boy. You know, <laughs> that's a whole lot of pressure that I don't know if I want to deal with, but I'll take you up on that challenge. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I, I'll I let you do it next time. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for that. Oh boy. Steer, steer heading a show is pretty difficult. Just watching you do it. Uh, there's nothing to it. Uh, some of the behind the scenes shit where I want to just throw my laptop out a window. Sometimes that's not so fun, but doing the actual episode, <laughs> not that bad. So oh, we could share, we could share, uh, I could screenshot those text messages oh. that you sent to me, but to fucking piss on my laptop. <laughs> Fuck this. I've been editing for six straight hours. My eyes are burning. Yeah. You know, things happen whenever you're editing or whatever. But um, enough about technology just doesn't work with you uh, yeah. or, or it takes a lot. It takes a lot to deal with technology. Yeah, but I'm recording this from my massage studio where I work. This feels weird, but I have better Internet here. I'm currently looking for a new place to live. Could be as soon as next week that I'm in a new place or maybe a few weeks from now. Spook House is moving shop. There's a whole lot. Of, there's a whole lot of stuff going on in your life uprooting a whole lot of uprooting yeah sometimes it's a good thing though but wherever i get i'm i'm gonna get the most advanced internet connection i'm gonna get it wired into like my my temples just like direct (laughs) internet with lightning bolts shooting out of my mouth because i've had shit internet for like six months at the place i'm at so it could be like that episode of SpongeBob where Patrick kind of looks like a lighthouse and the lights are like <laughs> that big stream of light is going out of his mouth. It could just be like ten, like 10 times speed optimal Internet. Well, I don't get that reference, but I, I, yeah, that's what I'm going to go for. We're, we're not that much older. I've watched SpongeBob. I watched a little bit of SpongeBob, but you got to go back to it. It's great. It's great stuff. OK. Noted. It's on Amazon, <laughs> I believe. Or no, Nick Nicktoons does have their own. Uh, their own streaming service now because everyone Honda Civic has a fucking streaming service now. Do they? Nick or Honda? Honda. Honda. Oh, probably. Oh. <laughs> it's just videos of like shitty dudes <laughs> and lower lowered Civics with exhaust systems just racing down the street. Yeah, it just sounds like a fucking alligator getting gutted. Yeah, half the time. shout out to those guys. Thanks for contributing oh, to society. Worst. We appreciate it. Yeah, shout out. thanks for letting us know that you have tiny dicks. <laughs> that's the that's the stereotype. That's probably real. Dude, my car is so loud. Awesome. <laughs> I would love to fuck my exhaust pipe, but it's just not long enough. <laughs> um. Well, Doug, it was a good start. Great start. We're really uh, <laughs> revving our engines, you know. Um, hey, hey, pun intended. Hey. Well, you ready to rev it up on some horror news? I'm ready to rock your world, Jerry. What's that from? Heavyweight. Oh, yes. Okay. Gerald Garner, age 12, 114 pounds, or whatever. 
Congratulations, Sims. You are the fattest boy in camp. Sorry. I was watching watching it last night, so it's fresh Dude, in my head. Heavyweights is so good. I can watch that anytime. Might be the best Ben Stiller role of all time. The Tony. I'd have Marcus. to agree with you there. It's just father I, I, Father Sky, <laughs> Mother Earth, and your dear old Uncle and your Tony. Dear old Uncle Tony. <laughs> and that is out of there, mister. <laughs> All right. Well, as much as I'd love to talk about heavyweights, we got some news topics to get to. So I got a few here. You know what? Nothing too crazy happening in the horror world. You know, not any uh, heavy hitters, if you will. But there are some interesting topics we can touch on. I think the biggest one is the reboot or remake, whatever you want to call it, of I Know What You Did Last Summer. I Know What You Did, not I Know What You Did. So know what you did. It's all about vocal inflection. <laughs> I heard what you did. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. are on board with Caton Robinson directing. I couldn't find much on her filmography. She wrote Thor Love and Thunder. Hey, hey I, I mean, um, I can't say I didn't. I don't watch that superhero stuff. Well, what did you think well, about that? <laughs> I will tell you that uh, out of all of the, well, there's a whole lot of Marvel movies, but out of all the Thor movies, it was the weaker of the three. Uh, it was very goofy, very comedic, kind of just shallow. Didn't really have a whole lot of heart to it. Um, maybe horror is more her her expertise. We'll see. It'll be kind of interesting to watch her delve into that. Uh, what they did, what she did do in Thor Love and Thunder, Christian Bale was the main villain. Really? Uh, they got him to do that shit? If they give you enough money, they'll get anyone to do it. Yeah, but he's like a respected actor. Like Russell Crowe was in there acting like an asshole. Well, Russell Crowe's in a new movie, a new Exorcist movie, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really give him any... Uh, I feel like he's just at this point in his career where he's just like, fuck it, I'm just going to have fun... He's at like the Jack Nicholson point of his career, possibly. Do you remember where he's doing like the bucket list with Morgan Freeman? <laughs> Do you remember uh, the South Park? Like, oh, I'm Russell Crowe and this is fighting around the world. It was just Russell Crowe <laughs> beating the shit out of people in different countries. <laughs> this is yeah. like back when he would get in a lot of fights. Be like, come on, Tugga. <laughs> <laughs> Tugga. Uh, yeah, that was solid. South Park. Still relevant to this day. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, oi, what are you looking at? I'm Russell Crowe. You want to fight? I'm going to fight Jesus today, you son of a bitch, you wanker. I pulled that halo off your head, you fucker. Yeah, but that, uh, the Pope's exorcism, I think that's what it's called. I sent you the trailer the other day and I was like, wow, I haven't seen this movie a hundred times. It's like, it should be called uh, generic, the movie, which we discussed the other day and Russell Crowe's terrible accent. Yeah, that's, uh, it's kind of odd. He's doing like a, I don't know, very strange accent. It just looks generic as shit. Like, ooh, a Catholic <laughs> priest was called to investigate an exorcism and somebody's possessed by the devil. Certainly not mental illness and not actual yeah, possession I, by the devil. No I, way. I think you texted me, is Russell Crowe Mexican in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Which is usually a, res- a role reserved for Rob Schneider. And that would have been a more interesting movie. Mm. Rob Schneider's The Pope's Exorcist. Yeah, hard pass on that. Hard pass on all of it. 
Uh, yeah. How do we get on Russell Crowe? Uh, Thor, Kate and Robinson. I know what you did yeah. last summer. So, what do you think about this news? Personally, I say, why not? I mean, when you think about it, I mean, does anybody really like I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, the sequel? I guess it was passable for its time, but certainly not a good movie, and nothing else has happened since then, so... Sure, I could see, like, um, something new happening with this, kind of revitalize it a bit. I think there's something there. Well, they did come out with that Amazon series. Oh, um, yeah. I know what you did last... Wasn't that I know what you did last summer and it ran for like two seasons and then they canceled it, if I'm not mistaken? That sounds about right. I literally forgot that show existed, much like the Scream series. Yeah, again, just something that didn't... I mean, there are fans of the Scream series and I knew a lot of people that liked I Know What You Did Last Summer. The series, I just didn't see it. It's, it's again like the Child's Play TV series. Like, it was already a movie. You're just dragging out the first movie into a series and kind of adding stuff along which really if you want to expand on the lore that's fine but it's just i'm just tired i just have fatigue of seeing something that was already done yeah and continuing it or expanding on it like leave the stuff in the past let's make some new films let's make some new slashers well because we don't really have a lot of brand new slashers it's all just franchises that are picking up where they left off 40 years later or getting a whole makeover and granted i know what you did last summer it, i mean it did basically just get a makeover with the series and yeah it has the original cast does that do anything for you kind of i mean i think does it move the needle uh it moves the needle a little bit sure <laughs> Does it move the needle? Um, <laughs> but yeah, sure. I mean, I haven't seen Jennifer Love Hewitt in anything horror related in like forever. Um, what's Freddie Prince? Yeah, I don't think he, to? he was in that movie trivia showdown show that I told you about on YouTube uh, like five years ago. Other than that, I think he's still really married sure. to Sarah Michelle Gellar, right? Uh, I think they are, yeah. Yeah, well, can't bring her back, huh? Uh, now, if they do like a Buffy kind of reboot thing, that will be that will be something else. I think that will be pretty interesting. Yeah, I bet they're regretting killing her off, but um, sure, I'm actually intrigued to see it. I mean, the writer, at least her credits so far, don't inspire much confidence. But hey. Maybe she'll bring in a wrestle crowd. Sometimes he'll fight uh, the sometimes he'll fight like... the fisherman. <laughs> hey, what are you looking at? <laughs> he played Zeus in Thor: Love and Thunder, so he had an even crazier accent. Oh, cool! <laughs> and he was very golden. Very what? Uh, his aura was just like gold. It literally looked like they just painted like him gold. Uh, like his aura was just gold and annoying. Uh. Yeah, I'm always looking to see what what a like a female director can do because I loved Fear Street and I feel like uh, a lot of up and coming male and female directors get kind of shafted. But if she has a vision, maybe this could be maybe she'll fucking knock it out of the park, Donnie Donowitz style. Knock Let's it see. out the park, <laughs> yo, my brother's wicked smart. 
All right. Oh, got Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I don't know if you watched the SAG Awards, but Mark Wahlberg presented the last couple awards. Really? He did not want to be there. Why do you say that? He was getting names wrong. Names wrong. He had no energy. He was like, and now we're gonna present to you uh, the best film. The best film. Women are talking. Uh, wait, no, I have to read them all. Oh, wait. It was just really, uh, really weird and awkward. Huh. All right. That's that's Mark Wahlberg for you. There were no plans for him to talk to. <laughs> Dude, we have to do like a, a happening watch along sometime. Maybe for this. Oh, I'll do that tonight. Once we finally, finally reboot the Patreon and like get some stuff going up there. But I love that movie, not because it's a good movie. Like it transcends being bad into like one of my favorite comedies. You know, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of reminiscent of the atmosphere of like the room. Oh, sure. It's like the modern day room. Yeah. But the room. Sorry. God bless that. Is it room or the room? The room. The room. Yeah. All right, next news topic. Uh, This isn't really a topic as much as just something that happened. The new Children of the Corn movie came out. Uh, It's actually in theaters this weekend. Really? Yeah, it's actually playing a couple towns over uh, here. Uh, Only has two showtimes. Can't imagine it's going to pull a Terrifier 2 and garner enough demand that it's going to be in theaters next weekend. This might be the only time you can catch it in theaters. Look, I have rarely turned off a trailer halfway through like a two minute trailer but i tapped out on that one i was like no i'm not this this looks so bad i don't give a shit another another reboot another generic reboot with no emotional stakes it just feels i feel like the way horror movies are directed nowadays it just feels so hollow and sh- there's nothing there there's no depth in the frame and this trail just judging from the trailer it, everything was just flat and yeah. dark and just dull looking fucking dull yeah i don't we don't need it yeah i mean I... this is the 11th entry in the series have you even seen any of them past the first one uh, nothing past the third one, which I actually liked when I was younger. It came out in 95, and I think it has, I want to say Charlize Theron is in that. She must have been really young in 1995. Yeah, but that one wasn't too bad. I don't know. I saw it when I was like five. It might be a piece of shit, but. You might want to, you might want to rewatch it. But I just. Isn't it the Revelation or something? Like Children of the Corn. Uh, Revelation. I feel like that might be a title. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was like Isaac something. Oh, the return or revenge of Isaac. Or how about children of the corn? Let's stop this. Yeah. Enough. I mean, personally, I'm not really a fan of the first one. I think it's, I'm with it is tedious to watch. Holy shit. Very boring. The only memorable part about that movie is the beginning diner scene. And then there's just nothing happening Afterwards. Yeah, they're like, oh, let's walk around the town. Let's walk to this empty building. Oh, let's walk to this one. Let's do some more walking. It's like, wow, this is this is rough. But when's the last time you've watched it? Like two or three years ago. I wa- yeah, same. I watched it Thanksgiving 2020. Um and I remember that because I was like I had a nice I had a nice like Thanksgiving belly going. Unbutton my pants, 
And I thought to myself, I was like, let's watch Children of the Corn because I remember like really liking Just let it. that gut breathe. Oh yeah, the 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 fucking my my happy trail, I guess that's what you still got, call it. Got one hand down was... the uh front of the boxers, just ready to watch <laughs> the TV. Just, you know, fondling my balls a little bit while watching Children of the Corn. Hey. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing sexual. It's just uh it's like a fidget spinner. You just need to you just need to bounce them a couple times throughout the day. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah, it wasn't that great. Yeah, no, I'm not a big fan. Um, that is Stephen King, right? Yeah, Stephen King. Yeah. Based on Stephen King. Hey, you uh, know what Stephen King movie no, no. I had never seen, but I watched the other night and kind of enjoyed it? Was Cat's Eye? Never saw the it. Anthology. I mean, it's not. Oh, okay. Not amazing or anything, and some of the stories are better than others, but it was a fun watch. We could so. do a, you know, it would be fun, like a Stephen King ranking uh, video. There's a lot of movies based on Stephen King's novels. Thinner is one of my favorites. I know we share the same love for Thinner, right? I think it's okay. The fat suit does definitely not hold up. It looks so bad. <laughs> the, the, the gypsy women, though. Yeah. The makeup effects on the uh, the gypsy women are pretty uh, pretty disgusting and awesome. Hmm. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch that one, but um cat's eye was pretty good and you know what stephen king movie you have to watch or i'm gonna like hold you at gunpoint and force you to is pet cemetery how the fuck have you not watched pet cemetery i seriously don't know it is holly's one of uh one of holly's favorite movies and she keeps telling me to watch it and you keep telling me to watch it and everyone else has been telling me to watch it there's a reason Just haven't gotten around to it yeah well Watch it tonight. It's great. I rewatched it last week and still holds up. So I was, still has some uh, legit creepy moments, but I love that movie. Who directed that movie? Oh, man. I, I don't know. Do you know? I do not. I feel like with such a big property, like at least it was uh, directed by someone who's like, known and has done some interesting stuff because there's a lot of directors uh who took on stephen king and they went on to do pretty solid pretty solid stuff yeah um i'll find out real quick but yeah pet cemetery i mean not pet cemetery children of the corn that happened cool or is happening currently right now yeah it'll probably be on demand in like a week for free and Probably won't be worth it to watch, but if it's on for free, I'll definitely check it out just to just to give it a, a glimpse. Oh, um, Mary Lambert. That's right. She directed um, the sequel as well, which also isn't that bad. It has Clancy Brown in it. And one of the Clancy Brown is a legendary person. One of the like he goes hard in that movie. Like he's full. He just lost it. And he uh, Gary Busey. Did that? Yeah. Have you seen that? Pet Cemetery too? Yeah. No. Oh shit! You gotta do like a double double feature. I've only seen the remake of Pet Cemetery. Oof. Yeah, I almost <laughs> fell asleep in the theater watching the remake. I saw that movie at eight a.m. No, nine a.m. Actually, because I saw it before work, and uh, I I didn't hate it. I thought it was I thought it was pretty decent. But yeah, I could recognize that the original is probably light years better. Wow. You know what else? Um. She directed in 2011 Mega Python versus Gatoroid. Hey, one of the classics. All right. 
That's uh, kind of a she fall from grace. Yeah, holy shit. Damn. She lost her vision, apparently. Man. Maybe she should bury her career in the pet cemetery and it might come back. Hey, sometimes dead is better. Sometimes dead is better. Don't want to go down that road. Oh, right. Break out the wig. (laughs) Welcome to Dairy has been officially ordered at HBO Max. So now this I'm excited for. Are you? I'm actually pumped up about this. And Andy... How do you say his last name? Mushetti. Mush- Mush- yeah, Mushetti. Andy, my Mushetti. He is gonna be directing like at least four episodes of it, so he's involved. I couldn't find any official word if Bill Skarsgård is gonna be in it, but I would assume that he is. This, that's what people have been. Yeah, this is like a, have been talking a about. prequel, and it's gonna kind of explore more of the town of Derry. Um, so, personally, I'm not a big fan of the two It movies. Well, I never watched the second one. It's because I thought the first one was just very much like, yeah, it's fine. I actually prefer the second one rather than the first one. I feel like they go harder with the adults, and there's a lot more uh, Pennywise in there. If that's, It seemed like, I mean, again, with these like horror these horror franchises the main villain isn't like the lead character kind of pops in and out yeah but the second one gives you a lot more pennywise and bill skarsgård is just too good to like waste away uh that's why i liked it better but in the first one they had like that when beverly is in the apartment might have been the i don't remember if it was the first one or second one uh where she's in the apartment and you see that old picture mm-hmm. of like Bill Skarsgård of like Derry, like 1910. Yeah, that was or all over the trailers. I remember that. Yeah, so like that would be cool to like see, uh, see Pennywise, like his life before, like what happened as to why he's all of a sudden the supernatural being. I think it'll be cool and pretty dark. It's HBO. HBO really doesn't miss. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, very interested to see it. I think. From the sound of it, it's intrigues me more than the than the movies did. Yeah, I mean, with again, the type of storytelling that you could do in series, so much richer than in movies. But I will tell you who I don't have faith in. Who's that? Andy Muschietti. <laughs> oh yeah, what else did he do? He did that movie Mama in two thousand eight. Never saw. Uh, that. I just don't like his style. He relies heavily on CGI, mm. way too heavily on CGI and not practical effects. And the practical effects in it look horrible. When that painting comes to life, yeah, I was like, what? It literally looks like a fuck like MS Paint. Yeah. Now like that you mention you, it, not that great. there was a lot of CGI and I just wasn't crazy about the look of Pennywise. Something about it. I was just never crazy about. Um, I mean, his performance was great, but it just felt like a haunted ride at Disneyland. It was like, it's like new metal Pennywise. It's like, (laughs) we're going to make him so edgy, put some sharp edges on him. And it's like, no, it's not that edgy. It's not that cool. The, the creepy thing about Tim Curry's Pennywise, it, he looked like a fucking real clown. Yeah. With some sharp ass fangs. I, I fail to see what's new metal about it, but I get what you're saying. 
Like I did I guess edgy. Maybe not new. I didn't see him. I could I could picture him listening to some David Draymond in his discman. He has yeah. the down with the sickness album. Yeah, I mean I didn't see a chain wallet on him. So that would be cool though. He instead instead of a bunch of towels, he pulls out a bunch of chain wallets. <sighs> That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> not gonna lie, pretty cool. And he'll get defeated by like his chain wallet getting caught in a rotor of some sort and it'll like drag him in and chop him to pieces or something. Well, it could be that and the Discman wire that's like way too long and just kind of oh, yeah. he starts he hangs from like the rafters in like a like a underground nine inch nails club. <laughs> oh shit. We could come up with these forever, but we won't. <laughs> um, all right, so And it'd be called it could be called Parentheses S H I T. So shit. shit. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Very, very clever. <laughs> All right. The uh, marketing campaign for the new Scream movie is just, they just won't stop. Um, Talk about dead in the water, but people love it. What? Okay. The, let's just, let's, let's watch our words. People are very hyped for the new Scream. And so am I. You know, I always love when a new Scream movie's coming out. I hope it's better than the last one. But there is a website where you can enter your phone number and the name of the person you want it to call, and Ghostface will call you from New York, New York, with a personalized message. And I sent one to Doug earlier. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought we were, we were you were going to continue because <laughs> I don't I don't want to spoil it if we're going to call it on the air. Oh yeah. Um, I guess we can do that because my experience was uh, not great. And now I'm scared. I covered my windows with black tape. I'm afraid Ghostface is going to come over and eat my asshole because apparently the new Ghostface is not like any other Ghostface. He's like I eat ass on the first date. <laughs> it's like oh you think i wear condoms think again bitch uh, ghost fade's gonna get you pregnant uh ghost face uh, keep saying ghost face all right here we go i got it pulled up i'm gonna make the phone call right now put that bad boy on speaker baby unknown caller shit yeah, I don't think it's working. Oh, I've been busy. I'm dead tired. I'm traveling to the Big Apple, seeing the sights and visiting old friends. All right. Well, thanks to my thanks to my boomer ass, I just made a I just <laughs> ruined that. <laughs> like, how do you put this thing you, on speaker? Goddammit! Like hitting it with one finger. It's like three <laughs> three feet away from my face. I'm like, how, where's speakerphone? Yeah, the people who have the .50 font on their phone, I'm like, wow, you have a stigmatism. Yeah, I think my Facebook wall is a search engine. <laughs> How do you ask Jeeves on this thing? Well, there you go. If you want to uh, prank a friend and possibly run up your phone bill, I hope I don't get charged for that. Yeah, um, if, you want, if you want to waste your time with that, feel free. Yeah, please don't sell my data, somebody. That would be cool. Because I already get enough spam calls. I think you'll be fine. No one has the time to make phone calls. Yeah. Well, there you go. I kind of ruined the bit, but whatever. 
Um, <laughs> hey, did you ever get one of those popcorn buckets? You got one for me. I did. I got to send it to you. I keep forgetting. <laughs> we don't have a Cinemark around here. Oh, that's right. Like Cinemarks aren't located like on Long Island. Uh, they're in the city. Uh, but I am grateful that you got me one. Of course. Uh, yeah. Because I would definitely like to display it somewhere. Yeah. Remind me to send it to you. And oh, hey, we're going to do like a giveaway for one of these things because I bought like three or four while I was there. Now, this was before that, like when I got home later that afternoon, everybody was like, people are buying these up and selling them on eBay. These fucking assholes. Like, I didn't know that at the time. So I was like, well, I'll get one for Doug. Maybe do a giveaway. And I'll get one more just to maybe give to somebody else. I bought like four of them. So I'm going to do a giveaway for a popcorn bucket. I know you can pre-order them and <clears throat> those ship in like August. So mm -hmm. if you want yeah, it one. It is a cool kind of promotion thing. Yeah. So if you want one before the movie, um, I don't know. I'll figure out the, the details on that. We'll do like a live hangout or something. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun time, and it's always nice to give back. You know, it you can put popcorn in it, but I've been thinking like, what could I put in here? Like, you could put Spook House podcast stickers. Hey, you could do that. You could put uh, you could put your wet wipes in it. Keep it on the back of your Ooh. toilet. Good, good idea. <laughs> that is very inventive. <laughs> Just spice up the wet wipes a little bit. You yeah. can grab it out of Ghostface asshole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you could put anything you want in there. Doesn't have to be popcorn. I'm not a big fan of popcorn. No, I'm not a bit. I'm not a big snack guy at movies. I feel like we talked about this before. I yeah. like bringing like Italian hoagies in there. Like when I, <laughs> me and my friend uh, Steve and his girlfriend went to go see My Bloody Valentine mm -hmm. uh, on Valentine's Day. I was third wheeling it, and uh, they had a Blimpies next door to the Regal, and I was like, "Shit, I haven't had Blimpies in forever." Uh, and I rocked an Italian sub. Like a true degenerate. <clears throat> <laughs> it smelled, the whole theater smelled like onions yeah. and pepperoni. They didn't really seem to mind. But yeah, I'm not a my knowledge, at least. big fan of popcorn. After like a few handfuls of it, I'm like, ugh, all right, good. Yeah, the kernels get stuck in your teeth. It's kind of just tedious to eat. It's not like, yeah, a couple handfuls, you're like, that's it. That's like the capacity yeah. that my body can handle. Yeah. Bunch of Crunch is one of my faves. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Bunch of Crunch. Yeah, we're now sponsored by Bunch of Crunch. Yeah. Yeah, please sponsor us. Somebody. <laughs> Anybody. Blue Chew. <laughs> Bunch of Crunch. Um, yeah, we'll take some Blue Chew. <laughs> Sattva Air Match. Yeah, Air Matchers. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they have it. You're, you're still thinking about that Air Matchers over I here. I kind of miss it. It was really nice. I mean... <laughs> <clears throat> my dad probably won't let me send it to you nah you need to hang on to that thing um alright so Scream just come out already like stop doing uh making Scrabble puzzles and Twister and Yahtzee it's kinda like... have nothing to do with New York really not really sure what Scrabble has to do with it, but the subway thing. Oh, was... they didn't actually do Scrabble. I was just talking shit. Didn't they do something? They did Guess Who. That's right. It was Guess Who, and they they had like crossword puzzles. It's like just put out the fucking movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean, I, I feel I... like they're shoving it in people's faces so much. I mean, it's gonna do well at the box office. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna sell tickets. I have my tickets. 
I had the option. I, to, uh... I had the option to watch it a night early in 3D, but I don't want to watch it in 3D. That's why. So I was going to see it Thursday, but they only have one showing and it's 3D. So I might have to wait until Monday uh, until after because that weekend's Monster Mania. So I won't be oh, available snap. to go to a movie theater. Uh, so I'm really going to have to stay off of social media because people really don't know how to not spoil things. Yeah. Um, well, so I'm going to have to watch it on Monday. Well, I will not tell you a thing. I'll tell you what I think about it, but I'll give you a, Yeah, you could text me in the theater like you did with Halloween ends and be like, no. wow. <laughs> no, it can't be that bad. I, look, I actually am stoked for it. I mean, the trailers look good. Jen Ortega, I can't miss. Uh, I'll re- I'll refrain from talking about anything else. But hey, I'm optimistic. I'm excited. I got my tickets. So yeah, I I do like Ghostface with the with the with the shoddy. That does look kind of cool. Um, I still don't think that's Ghostface. That's got to be like some robbery. I mean, I don't know. I'm uh, I really hope they do something unique. I mean, because obviously they're going to continue the franchise. Uh, I really hope it it's uh, it because it, it has a lot of potential. Uh, Jenna or if Jenna Ortega is attached to this movie. It can be reinvigorated. It can go places. Yeah, just give her better lines, you know. Well, that would need to uh, come from the screenwriters. Uh, you know, the portion of their work would have to be uh, sharpened up on their end. Pun yeah, intended. Hopefully not. I still prefer the Baba Duke. Like, oh, all right. All right. <laughs> so was, uh, um, yeah. let's move it along. Got a couple more topics and then we're going to get to some listener questions. All right. Dead by Daylight. The video game is getting a film adaptation by Blumhouse and your boy, James Middle Lane Wan. <laughs> And yeah, Jason doesn't have an original thought in his head. Blum also. Um, it's a, what do you think about it? Well, do you think it has slasher potential? I'll be honest. I don't know much about dead by daylight. I know it's a huge horror game. Like I've heard people, I heard somebody say recently like, Oh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I only know him from dead by daylight. I'm like, Oh, okay. Maybe I should. Because there's like different horror villains in it. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about it. Video game adaptations historically haven't had a good track record. Um, uh, not with The Last of Us anymore. Last of Us broke the fucking curse. Oh, yeah, that's right. I still need to watch that. If you want to cry every Sunday, you should watch it. It's really emotional and really good. And the acting is just like out of this world. If it's. If Dead by Daylight is taken seriously and not just as like a throwaway like slasher, it has has some substance, it could be something. Because I'm like you. I don't really know anything about the plot. Yeah. All I know is that they have like Ghostface in there. They have Freddy Krueger, Jason. But is there any story to it? Are they just going to take the name and build it out beyond the name? I don't think they'll be able to use those characters. I don't know. I've I've already uh, revealed that I'm a clueless boomer earlier with the phone call. So, like, I don't want to speak out a line here and say I, I think those might be like customizable characters. 
Yeah, but... I feel like uh, kind of like in Mortal Kombat when you could play as Hellraiser sure. or something. Yeah, somebody's like screaming at their at their speaker right yeah, now. You, you fucking noob. <laughs> Some someone someone comment and tell us how much we suck and tell us about Dead by Daylight. Yeah, so I guess that's all we can say about it. We don't know shit. We'll see what happens. But but if it, it's under the Blumhouse umbrella, I just see it being a generic paint by numbers slasher and very like forced dialogue and just it, it could be it could be a fun movie. You know, maybe people will enjoy it. They'll probably make it. For a low budget, because that's what they do with these slashers. Um, uh, it'll have a big production. I mean, it's James Wan, Blumhouse. But they make movies for like so. I mean, they all of their movies make a return in the box office because they're made for not that much money. Not which is not all great. of them. I mean, the Halloweens and a uh, bunch of others had like big budgets. I mean, they make some, they like not the franchise ones like uh, Blumhouse makes some good movies and they make a lot of shit movies like most companies. Whole lot of shit. I think the balance is leaning more towards shit. Well, speaking of shit, Blumhouse, The Exorcist uh, comes out October 13th of this year. There's been like some casting updates, so nothing too substantial. You could literally take that the Pope's Exorcist trailer with Russell Crowe and just slap this on it, like slap the Exorcist, and it's like, oh, that's that's what that is. That's what I thought you sent me. I thought it was like a new Exorcist trailer uh, for the reboot. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of possession movies, I've realized. There have been some. Uh the taking of Deborah Logan was pretty cool. Did you see that? It's hard to put a new spin on something that's so overdone. Yeah, that's what I liked about that because it started out as like, oh, this old lady has Alzheimer's, so we're going to document her journey. And they thought she had Alzheimer's, but it turns out she was like possessed. So I thought that was interesting. It had some good. Yeah, it adds a whole new element because she still, she still could have dementia. That could be argued. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, so I still, you told me to watch it. I think I might do that tonight. Yeah. As far as um, found footage, it's one of the better ones. Say. Everyone, everyone talks that movie up a lot. I mean, it still does the, you know, one of my pet peeves with like found footage movies. Anytime something like the camera moves fast, it has to glitch out. It's like, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not in a It'd be like bzz, bzz. we don't have we don't have the jvc camera anymore yeah. where it just dies all of a sudden it's like no 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 you could it's being charged up you got a plug on <laughs> charger you're good oh or my favorite's like when it'll glitch out and go back to a memory that was filmed before and then it'll cut back to what's happening it's like that definitely doesn't happen <laughs> well if you want to go that route you might as well not even do found footage at that point yeah, that's true. But I like found... Well, there are found footage movies I like. So. I feel like Cloverfield opened and shut the shut the book on that. Uh, they didn't... Sh- with their marketing campaign. They didn't shut it. I'm trying to think what else came after that that's like... Nor did they open it. On par with Cloverfield. They didn't open it. No, yeah. I don't know why I said it that way. Blair Witch opened it. Yeah, well, even before that, the last broadcast, I believe, or the legend of Boggy Creek, I think that was found footage. 
Uh, but yeah, um, Blair Witch, OG. That's the one that blew the doors open. And I still love that movie. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I uh, I appreciate what it what it did for the horror <laughs> genre, but I am totally not a fan. I'm not on board. Hey, that's that's uh, okay. Cloverfield, though, totally expanded on it. The 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 the, the scale of that movie is just insane. Hmm. Well, The Exorcist. Why not? We'll see what happens. Why should be more like it? Yeah, that's true. Those are big. I just don't know why you would option to do The Exorcist or continue it. Well, it's your boy David Gordon Green. You don't need to. It's to, those are big shoes to fill, man. Here's the deal, man. Those are big shoes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and he doesn't have the feet to film. Yeah, I mean, I don't have very much uh, faith in it after how the Halloween series went, but that just about does it for our news, Douglas. Yeah, they're still giving him the keys to the Lamborghini. We will both go see it, though. Oh, sure. Yeah, we'll go see it. Um, all right, so we got some listener questions. Are you ready to answer some? Let's fucking go, baby! All right. Oz, the great and powerful, wants to know, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania 12, or Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon at WrestleMania Ooh. 10? Ooh. I don't recall these. So, like, I'm a fan of wrestling, but... I can't just... Those are the most epic matches. I can't just recall old matches. Maybe I should go back and watch some of these. But... Those you definitely should. Those are classic. One of them's a ladder match. I forgot which one. I want to say the... Might be the Razor Ramon one? I think so. Um, I personally like Razor Ramon more than Bret Hart. And I love that entrance of both of them. Uh, I, I actually watch it, like, frequently. Um... And it's just like that. It's the heyday of of the Re- the World Wrestling Federation. The ring was colorful. Uh, the entrances were great. Uh, big bombastic moves were happening, and it was just over the top fun. I would say the Razor Ramon match and Shawn Michaels was was my favorite. All right, I'll have to go back and watch that, um, dude. When I was growing up, I thought Bret Hart was the coolest dude I had ever seen. He had the leather jacket, the shades, the theme yeah. song, bam, 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 and air. I was like, yes. And the pink, the pink spandex, oh. the pink and black spandex with the little skulls on them was like the pinnacle of fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was a, and, um, I was a big <clears throat> Bret Hart fan and my favorite match of his, maybe it's because I just had this VHS and I watched it all the time, but his match, I know what you're going to say what his say match it. against Mr. Perfect. That's never SummerSlam 92. <laughs> I think it was I don't it's either that. 91 or 92, but I used to watch that all the time. Damn, I need... I thought you were going to say uh, Stone Cold versus Bret Hart. Oh. Remember when uh, Owen Hart almost killed Stone Cold? Uh, yeah, with that fucking pile driver. Did they ban pile drivers after then? I don't think so. I think people were still pile driving, but... You need to. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you you saw like tombstone pile drivers because they can make that one a little more safe, like with the knees. But 
Yeah, you kind of inch the head up a little right, bit. Right, but actual pile drivers? On the skill. I feel like you didn't. Maybe you are right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I have to look that I'm, up. That that move is fucking dangerous. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, let's let's drop you directly on your neck. And there's no way to cushion it. Yeah. You're going. Once you're up in the air and you there's you can't it's hard in that position, it's hard to lift when you're sitting down, it's hard to lift someone back up. Yeah. You really have to watch yourself. Damn, I, I really want to just like go off on wrestling tangent, but we got more questions, so we should get to them. Oh, do you remember Darren Drozdov? Puke? The third, he was the third member of the Legion of Doom, yeah. and he got pile drived, and he is paralyzed. Oh shit! Huh? Yeah, straight up paralyzed him. He never wrestled. Again. Oh wait, yeah, I do remember that. I watched some. He had like the plaid green shorts. Yeah, I, I watched some interview with him talking about it. <clears throat> mm, yeah, I I met him actually. Really? That's cool. Yeah, before before he was paralyzed, actually. Yo, Legion of Doom also cool as shit when i was a kid i was like yeah <laughs> dude i would say into a fan I, I, oh what a rush <laughs> to get that like <laughs> that like stutter effect yeah. bro i legion to do i had the um like the spiked vests oh shit and shit like that i would i would wear that now <laughs> with the spiked football pads yeah this yep oh man speaking of i, I i'm sorry to keep going off with the rest hey of the no it's but, all right they have a documentary of a uh, hawk and animal, one of the best wrestling documentaries I've ever seen. A, you have to watch. Was that a Dark Side of the Ring episode? No, it was just a straight oh, wait, up like, yeah. WWE produced I, documentary. I watched that. Man, those dudes used really to good. Party, right? holy shit! They were big dudes. Yeah, like they did not fuck around. Yeah. All right, we'll save it for a full wrestling episode sometime. Because we could go all night. Um, yeah, we we could keep going. Okay, son of Radu wants to know which is better, the gate or the gate two. Okay, I've I, I've heard some people say, including you, Doug. You're yep. like, yeah, I think I like the gate two better. Well, I just I know I like the gate two more. I think you were tripping. The gate two is fun. It's solid. I give it like three out of five stars. The gate, five out of five, awesome. Yeah, I don't see how this is even questionable. But it was cool. But how I'm they open expanded to, on the. Words. I'm open to hear people out. I didn't like the main kid. I like the kid with the glasses a lot better. In in the Steven Dorf in man. The gate. He fucking annoyed me. Or wait, was that yeah Steven Dorf? He kind of annoyed me. Uh, I don't get me wrong. I like the gate, but the gate too. Just, it has a, so many gruesome scenes when the two dudes are in like the restaurant and they're just like melt. The dudes melting. Uh, I just like how they expand on the world and they enter like the world of those like little fucking creatures. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a lot more fast. The quicker pace got me a little more. The gate was a little. Uh, a little slow for me. God, but that uh, the one scene from the gate when like that zombie comes through the wall, yeah, crashes on the floor and he Old, shatters like, into little marionette puppets. Ugh, I was like, that was like one of the scariest scenes to me as a kid, and it still holds it was good. Up. I love that movie. Not marionette, there, I, puppets, I, I, uh, little, you know, little demons. Yeah, and the no, I, I got what you were saying. Yeah, I don't know why I said marionette. 
that you're still on uh, Dream Warriors from the last episode. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah, <laughs> little claymation looking guy. Yeah, I love that word, marionette. Yeah, but I say the gates. Doug says the gate too. But both great movies. Both great movies. Both good horror classics. I feel like Gate Two doesn't get enough love. That's fair. I'm always I'm always gonna ride for Gate Two. All right. He also sent in two questions. There's no rules against uh, not sending in multiple questions. He says, send in as many as you want. Which is the best heavy metal horror movie and why is it trick or treats? I would probably have to agree with that. I love trick or treat. The one from 86 we're talking about. Shot in Wilmington, uh, yeah, I kind of, uh, of course it was. Everything was. Yeah. You guys just have the uh, low rates for filming over there. Uh, I was trying to actually just figure out the definition of what a heavy metal horror movie is. Is it a movie? Well, that is like a musical, but just like a metal movie. Or is it like metal as fuck? Like, it's just like super gory. Uh, I guess a movie that has storylines associated with metal, not just metal soundtracks or something. Ah. Uh. Um, have you ever seen Black Roses? I, like I can't think of a lot of them. No, but Holly keeps telling me to watch it, and I, I need to. Um, it would pair nicely with Trick or Treat. Oh, you know what's a good one? Neon Maniacs. Well, I guess, well, they have a band playing at the end, so it probably doesn't make sense. I have uh, never seen that. It's pretty. It's a really fun and gooey type of movie. Gooey, you say? Wait, yeah, very gooey. What year? I... Eight, I want to say 82. Oh, okay. So Let's 80s. see if I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Neon Maniacs. 1986, actually. All right. Um, I, uh, but I guess we'll have to say Trick or Treat. I don't really know anymore. Did you ever see Deathgasm? You know what I did? I'm not the biggest fan of that movie. Really? I saw it once and I had fun with it. I haven't watched it since. It was okay. But yeah, I thought it was pretty good. The uh, when he's fighting, we swing the dildo and beating the the dude with the dildo is pretty funny. I see. I barely remember that, but <laughs> I, I do remember liking it though. Um. All right. Here's Johnny seventy nine, all the way from Scotland. Wants to know what's the one tattoo you regret getting and why. I think I know Doug's answer. You definitely do. <laughs> Go ahead and tell it. Uh, it's the Trivium tattoo that I have on my on my right arm, uh, and I love Trivium. I there's there I still ride for them. Their Ember Do Inferno was one of my favorite albums. Ascendancy is insanely brutal and melodic, but it's just too big. If it wasn't that big, it takes up like my whole entire right it's arm. Per- I just want to black it. Pretty out. much a half sleeve. Pretty much, and I was 19 at the time, so I was just like. Yeah, do what you gotta do, and I really wish I didn't. <laughs> um, what? But what was your first tattoo? Uh, it was on my ribs. It was the title of a Kill Switch engagement. Oh song. man, you just went full metalcore. Yeah, I, <laughs> it just says "Breathe Life." I don't regret that one just because I like the saying. Sure. Uh, but yeah, the Trivium one's just obnoxious. I don't have any words tattooed on me. I was kind of going hard with the words. I really wish I didn't because it does take up a lot of space. But do you regret any of them, though? Because you have pretty, like, solid tattoos and they're pretty big. Um, Well, my first tattoo ever was the Halloween poster art done very poorly and it's faded as shit. 
It, oh, you gotta you gotta touch that man. Yeah, right? I was actually after this uh Black Phillip tattoo that I just got. I scheduled with him in May. I think I'm gonna get that touched up and possibly add Michael Myers in the ghost sheets. Wearing ah, Bob's glasses cool on like the back of this yeah. one. Yeah. That's a cool um that'd be a cool image to put beside that. That's just a cool like piece of imagery from Halloween. Anyway. Yeah. I'm worried it'll come off like a dick at a distance. <laughs> <laughs> a really big like knife dick yeah, yeah like a big old dick on the back of my arm can't be any worse than it is now uh but yeah um tattoos i actually regret i really only had one but i got that covered up it was like this stupid it was like a bat with this snake coil around it but it oh you get a ying a, a ying and yang it, it was my second tattoo ever and it it was at a shitty place. It was done so poorly. It just looked like a blob of ink on my arm. And pe- <laughs> it would like stick out from underneath my shirt. And people would like lift my shirt up. And they're like, what is that? And I'd have to like tell the same shitty story. I bet I told the story like 200 times. Like, yeah. How old were you when you got it? Like 18 or 19. Okay, so you were not in the right frame of mind no matter what. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I got that covered up. Other than that, I don't really have any that I regret. So yeah, there you go. Well, good for you. Well, get it covered up. I'm going to black out my whole fucking arm. Or just be a diehard Trivium fan till death. It's too big to cover up. <clears throat> it is rather, yeah. No, you can, very blue. you can cover that up. It looks like you ever. It looks like Paul Giamatti in Big Fat Liar. <laughs> it's just so blue. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for the question. Melanie St. George. Hey, Melanie, she wants to know, how do you guys feel about Meth Gator? Uh, Well, I think there might be this new trend of independent studios trying to cash in on certain trends, like, oh, Cocaine Bear is a hit. Let's churn out Meth Gator. And it probably won't be very good. It's just a quick sci-fi original looking cash grab um just another sharknado type of deal has no budget it's gonna be really bad acting is gonna be bad it's not gonna have any merit to it yeah but it could just be dumb fun and it's with a name like meth gator it's gonna be fun i mean and gonna be dumb i haven't seen the trailer or anything so i don't know but i'm guessing it's gonna be like just cheap trash made very quickly to capitalize on cocaine bear yeah and it's definitely not going to be in theaters no that's going to be straight to straight to streaming or straight to sci-fi you know what's another trend that needs to go ahead and stop while they're doing this um taking classic children's tales and like putting a horror spin on it like this winnie the pooh blood and honey which apparently had like nothing to do with the actual Christopher Robin story. It was just like a shitty generic slasher, and it was just like a uh, like a catalyst for a slasher movie. Yeah, pretty much. There was really no substance behind it. It's just someone dresses Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, murdering people. Really, nothing to it. I heard it was god awful. Yeah, so it's just a shtick that. Apparently, it's going to just keep happening because there's like a few others coming out too. 
want to say there's like a, it's just gimmicky yeah very very gimmicky well all right thanks for the question melanie who knows maybe meth gator will be good yeah i did see cocaine bear the other night it was fine it was kind of a one and done watch um it was set in 1985 i believe so i did have like some good 80s aesthetic going on and some Ah. Pretty good music, so it was a fun watch. Uh, I probably won't go to the theater to see it. I, I'll probably wait. I would wait. Or I, I have really no interest in seeing it at all. Yeah. It, like, doesn't look funny to me. I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around, like, newer comedy is just judging from the trailer because it just looks so, like, like the humor just feels so forced and, sanit- like, sanitized. Some- I, I did hear the gore was really good in it. Yeah. Uh, there was some good gore. There was a lot of horror elements to it. Uh, but I I just have no interest in seeing the movie. Yeah, some of the comedy didn't quite land for me. A lot of it did, though. I mean, there were some legit funny moments and some good action scenes and some gore. But by the end of it, the premise really started to wear thin for me. And I was like, all right, let's. Yeah, you really can't do much let's with. wrap it up. <laughs> Need to wrap it up. Boxes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Better wrap that gavel up. Put put that shit on the writer's room. Right the writer's room table. All right. Next question. Rar Caroline wants to know. How did you guys meet? What is your favorite horror movie that other people don't like? Well Should we tell our first meet cute story, oh, honey? Um, honey Dick. Well, we met because we were Instagram friends somehow, and I thought Doug posted funny stuff, and he liked Limp Biscuit, and I was like, okay, this feels right. Let me reach out to this dude and see if he wants to do an episode. So we did. Fred Durst is bringing people together. Exactly. So we did, and we just had a lot of fun, and then I hit him up like a week later, like, hey, I kind of want to do this. You want to jump back on? And next thing you know, we just kept doing stuff and here we are still churning them out and even before then uh during the pandemic uh phil was selling some tapes oh yeah on some other page of his that i didn't know was him and i what movie was it again it was friday the 13th right it was jason takes manhattan uh, and i think i sold you the brood also it wasn't the brood because i bought the brood recently oh okay well it was definitely it was some- Jason Takes Manhattan because for some reason you gave me like your old address or something and something happened. It was like linked up to my PayPal and it wouldn't I uh, it like wouldn't right. change. I had to like change it and it wouldn't let me for some reason. Uh, so I had to give you my new address uh, and it got sent to the old house. But yeah, and I didn't even know like that was I didn't know that was you at all. I thought it was some other person. Yeah, that's back when I had a uh, spook house video. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> and it's still one of my most cherished tapes to this day. I should probably bring that back. I mean, anything I put up there, <clears throat> it pretty much sold. But I, hey, you were selling good tapes. Yeah, I like my tapes. Though. I don't want to. I'll be selling some at Fear Fest in May. In yes, Raleigh, you don't need to sell them if you don't have yeah. to. Uh, speaking of, you got your plane ticket, sir. I need to get it. Uh-huh. Yes, you do. I should, I should probably get on that. <clears throat> Best believe I'm coming up in May. 
Yeah, it's in a late May, Memorial Day weekend. So if you want to meet me and Doug, come out to the fairgrounds. We'll have a booth out there at Carolina Fear Fest. Hanging out. Talk about Malignant all you want. Bring Doug some pasta, spit in his face for hating Deftones, whatever you want to do. You could, de- I'll, yeah, there'll be like, a, instead of a kissing booth, it'll be a spitting Dude, booth. if somebody like brings you a, a Deftone CD booklet and gets you to sign it, I'd be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> to give or to sign, I mean, I'll sign it. <laughs> I might rub the Sharpie like on my, like my dick first. Well. Make sure it's really sweaty <laughs> and then just rub it on there and then sign it just so it smells like balls. Well, you've been warned. So um, the second part of her question, what is your favorite horror movie that other people don't like? I was struggling with this question because, like, I don't know what people don't like. Yeah, uh, I thought of one that, like, I've heard people say that they don't like Microwave Massacre. Uh, a lot of people don't think it's funny or enjoy it, and I enjoy it a whole lot. It's just so goofy. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear people like trash that movie. No, not. I'm just going off of what people have said to me that they don't like it. But yeah, not a lot of people. I, it's not like in the public eye being shit on. Um, Ooh, I have one. I was trying to think of one. I couldn't <clears throat> think of it. This is a non horror movie, but. Have you ever seen the 2005 movie Stay with Ryan Gosling? It's got Naomi Watts, Ewan McGregor. Uh, no, I never seen it. Um, uh, totally shit on when it came out. Still kind of gets shit on. I think there's like a small cult following. It's very dreamlike and experimental. Ryan Gosling plays a depressed college student, and he tells. His psychiatrist, Ewan McGregor, that he's going to kill himself in like five days. And the whole movie is his character like struggling to help Brian Gosling. And it gets really weird and dreamlike. And I like the movie. It has some really cool visuals. But Hmm, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I know a lot of people never even heard of it. Usually shit on that movie, but I think it's pretty good. It's another uh, another underrated one for the list. Yeah. All right. What else we got here? Uh, here's Johnny seventy nine movie you die on a hill for. <clears throat> this is kind of a tricky question. Halloween six, come at me, square up. <laughs> <laughs> people, I feel like people like that movie these days more so, but like growing up. Uh, championing this movie in the 90s, 2000s, it was not as easy as it is today. Even today, I see a lot of hate for it. Um, now, does it have to be a movie that, I guess, another movie that people aren't really a fan of that you would defend to the death? I guess so. Or just one that you severely love. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'll, I'll pick Hereditary. I think that movie's time. like, Pretty much. There are a pocket of people that don't like it. Hey, I will say this. I've watched it maybe three or four times. Um, It's not as strong on rewatch. It loses a little bit of oomph every rewatch. Maybe because the first time you see it, it's I like mean, shocking. The things that you're seeing. Yeah. Um, 
But when you know what to expect, it loses a little bit of something. Still a great movie. Still one of my favorite. I feel like it's like that with a lot of movies, especially with like a twist or like a huge reveal like that. Like you just get uh, not disengaged from it, but you're familiar with it. You know, it's coming. You know, what's happening. Watching it, maybe watching it again with someone new. Yeah. Uh, would be really fun because you're watching them watch it for the first time. And right. it's unfamiliar to them and they don't know what's coming. Uh, but I, yeah, I've seen it like four or five times and I, I just always find stuff in the background, like these little details of hints of what's coming uh, in the movie, which is always fun. Uh, there's just so much detail in that movie. Yeah, but that jump scare when uh, Tony Collette's in the corner and she lunges towards Peter still like the fourth time I watched it, I was like, just oh fuck <laughs> such Bro, a good I jump jumped, scare that that's that, again really effective because yeah. they're not a lot in that movie and another part that i jumped at was with that slow pan out and you see peter on the bed and tony collette oh yeah hanging out on the fucking corner of the just ceiling chilling and you like a moth yeah you don't know where your eyes are going to and you're just staring and looking around the screen and all of a sudden you see it and i was like oh shit yeah um I also put House of the House of Wax remake uh, on my on my list just because I, I, that's I feel like it's one of the best horror movie remakes of all time. I need to revisit that because I saw that in theaters way back in the day, and I haven't seen it really since. Fun. But I know a lot of people the, um, really love that movie. That's a movie where obviously the originals with Vincent Price, like 1958 or something like that. It takes the title does a whole lot of new stuff with it pays a little bit of homage to it. The character's name is Vincent, like the brother, uh, mm -hmm. who's like made of wax, wax face and does something completely new and modernizes it. And it has an interesting backstory. It doesn't rely on crazy jump scares. It's just an interesting story. Hmm. I thought it was done really well. I will have to give that a watch. And the whole town is wax. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's such, like, an eerie concept. It's very much like Tourist Trap. Yeah. Uh, kind of takes a little bit from that and the original House of Wax. It's a good marriage. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I'll check it out. Pretty Hate Machine, our friend from hey, 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 hey. Late Night Ghouls podcast. She <laughs> wants to know, what pasta mills did you eat with Doug? Well... Only one, I think. Only one. So the first night I got there after I don't even know how many hours of traveling, like just eight, because I had to take the tram from the airport to catch the train. Tram. And I, what? The, you said the tram, like you're <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like you're taking a trolley. <laughs> I took the tram, blip. All right, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> I took the tram. Hey, I'm from South, you fuck. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so I took the tram to the train station, and I missed my train. And by the time I got to Doug's house, it was like, I don't know. 1022. 10 He's got it etched into his heart forever. And he had some pasta waiting for me. And when I say Doug likes to put garlic in his pasta... It's more like you like to put pasta with your garlic. 
<laughs> I mean, that shit was so strong. I was so hungry. I didn't even realize how strong it was. I wanted to make sure you had a good portion of garlic. I do go heavy on the garlic, but everything. I mean, I spiced it up real good. Dude, that was the most garlic I've ever eaten. I woke up the next day and burped, and it was straight garlic. For you were farting garlic for like forty-eight hours. Just yeah. So that's but all it was we... linguine with olive oil and uh, spiced up with some smoked paprika, thyme, a little bit of onion powder, just a dash, some sea salt, and garlic and uh, cherub tomatoes. I mean, it was good with olive oil. I appreciate you making the pasta for me. Very nice. I would do it any day. That's so sweet. All right, our boy, Anthony the Dreamer. Hey. Who was on our last episode, on the Nightmare on Elm Street episode. Let's go check that out if you haven't, because it is three hours worth of knowledge of Freddy that I I barely knew about. It's the longest episode we've ever done. So... All right, he wants to know, what 70s, 80s, and 90s horror movie would you want to live in for 24, hour- for 24 hours? So he said mm. 70s, 80s, and 90s? I don't know if I can name one for each decade. Um, for the eight, I feel like you could. For the 80s, The Lost Boys. No question. Yeah, you have to, Take me, you have to go with that. I want to ride the dirt bike to the boardwalk. I want to see Tim Capello blow that saxophone. Oh, it would be a good concept. every time I watch that movie. I'm like, God, that's the one movie I just want to like jump into and live in. It's the Lost. Boys. I need to watch that movie again. Yes, you do. So good. I did really enjoy it, uh, but it's a good world. You have like the stalactite hanging caves and stuff like that. The bridge you can walk over. Really good atmosphere. Yeah, um, I would pick for the 80s. I kind of struggle. No, 70s or 80s, 80s. Um, I mean, Said all three, 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, since you started with 80s, I'll start with 80s. Uh, I mean, I just can't. I have to say Maniac. It's just uh, old school, gritty New York, baby. I just want to feel the slime and the and, and the grime on my body. I want to walk walk in Times Squares where there's prostitutes, peep shows, drug deals. Uh, everything looks filthy. Uh, there's no, It's just no hold barred. No holds barred. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and Joe Spinell's walking around with a fucking shotgun. I'm safe. I don't have a vagina, so I could just watch him slaughter people if I really wanted to. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I just, I just love old school, dirty New York. So I would pick that. Uh, also another honorable mention that I did think of, uh, rabid grannies, Ooh, which I have never seen that trauma, pretty ridiculous movie. Yeah. Trauma movie. Yeah. Uh, feel like it would be like a maze just to be chased around by a bunch of like zombified old ladies. Kind of like if Betty White was chasing after you with like uh vomit coming out of her mouth. I think that'd be fun. All right. Good answer. Uh, for the nineties. Hmm. I don't really have anything queued up for the nineties. There is a lot of decent, Horror movies in the nineties. My first instinct was to go with the craft. Um, it's interesting, but I went with Wishmaster. Wishmaster, why? That'd be so much fun. <laughs> See, I'm thinking. You could of, wish. I'm thinking of like scenery and stuff. Like, like. Well, there's not a lot of great. I'm trying to, like, atmosphere and 
I don't know. Maybe I know what you did last summer because they shot that in Southport, North Carolina, and I used to live in the next town over from there in Oak Island. So it'd be nice and nostalgic for you. Sure. You walk around downtown, get you an ice cream cone, go walk by the water. It's a boring as shit town. It's beautiful, but (laughs) it's so boring. Sounds good for like a vacation, like a good vacation home. Yeah. Yeah. Just lay out on the porch and devour Cheerios and milk. Visiting the beach, fun. Living at the beach year round, even through the dead of winter, boring as shit. I don't recommend it. I would not want to live in like a beach town. Yeah, that was like 12 years ago I did that. (laughs) But that's a, yeah, it's a long time ago. I would, yeah, beach town seems fun for a little while and then you just got to go somewhere else. I, I would rather take like a, like a cottage or something like that in like a nice field or whatever. Yeah. I would take mountains over the beach, but well, we didn't really answer your question at all, Anthony. Uh, I got seventies. I got seventies queued up. All right, let's hear it. Uh, Suspiria. Ooh, that's good. Just the, I just want to bathe in those pink and blue pastel lights Yes, and travel through that, that just walk through that big gigantic school and see all the passageways that are there and hang out with some witches just and hang out in Italy. Yeah. Uh, the lighting in that movie is just, you can almost taste it. It's so just could. vibrant. And I was telling you, like I've heard a lot of people say the remake is better. I, I mean, I was on that train. I disagree, but I mean, they're both good movies. Um, I agree, but it's just the, the lighting and the vibe of the original. It's just, Nah, give me that one all day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going back to it, because I did, <clears throat> at, at, for for a while, I did enjoy the remake a lot better. I think the the story hit for me more. Uh, but then when I rewatched the original, I was like, never mind. The original is superior. <laughs> yeah. The remake is like so drab and gray. You know? If I remember yeah, it correctly. It is, it is gnarly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not, again, like, well, no one can do lighting like Argento. Uh, <laughs> but the story the story was pretty strong. Yeah. I think it, it went a little bit more, uh, the ending was just batshit insane. Uh, they were trying to say a little more um, than the original. It's just a different story. But again, that's another remake that took what the original had did something different, took the name and added like a unique spin on it. I feel like it, the, the messages were different in, in both. Yeah. Yeah. True. Oh, my answer. Got to say Halloween. I just want to, I mean, I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> come hey, on. Hey, come on. <laughs> hey, what are we talking about here? Come on. Yeah. No, I just want to cruise. Hey. I just want to walk down the streets of Haddonfield and take in that ambiance. And yeah. Yeah, sit in the leaves and sniff where Jamie Lee Curtis was sitting on that on that pillar. Hey, I will soon enough because I am going to age forty five. We're going, right? Oh, I'm I'm definitely going. Are you going? I thought we were going together. Okay, we're gonna go together. Let's get tickets. I thought that's what we that's what we figured <laughs> exactly, out. Exactly, we did. So let's do it. You're saying it like we're not. <laughs> this guy's looking at me this way. This guy's looking at me that way. And a dog in the middle, like, what do you want from me? <laughs> Hell yeah, we're going. So, well, you said I'm going. Are you going? <laughs> I was just testing you, just making sure you're still there. You know, I'm there. 
Spook House is going to the West Coast, baby. But yeah, I can't wait to like walk down the streets and visit all the locations. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, and be dope. Be dope. <clears throat> hey, Anthony sent in another question. Is there any film from the distant past or recent past that you feel needs a remake? Uh, yeah, there's probably a lot. Uh, that's what I wish they would, um, like Blumhouse would option rather than like the franchises that actually succeeded. Uh, cause a lot of the older movies have great stories, but just wasn't executed properly. Uh, but that's the charm of them. So it's kind of hard. Um, yeah, I was gonna say maybe something like demon wind, but what makes that oh. movie work is it's flaws. <laughs> like the act it's just the bad. acting is so bad. Great. The makeup looks like shit, but that's what makes that movie that movie. I, this might be controversial, uh, but I think I, I wouldn't mind seeing like an opera remake for going on the Argento train. Okay. Feel like it's a great story. It could be elevated with some with some acting. Uh, maybe someone like uh, I did like the woman. I forgot her name who directed Fear Street. I feel like that could be something fun for her to do. I've never seen take opera. on some classic Italian. I've never seen opera. I I just watched it for the first time the other day, actually. But I was like, you know what? It's good, but I could I could see it being remade because the it's a little bit coherent incoherent mm-hmm. at times it's not on shutter uh, like just the, right now it is on shutter okay. yes we'll add that one to the never ending list um i guess i would officially say maybe like tourist trap or something so we were just talking oh, about that I, I don't know <laughs> tourist trap is a perfect slasher yeah can't do those mannequin scenes again. It would just, I feel like it's just so hard to remake those, those under the radar, schlocky type of movies. The, the feel, it's all about the feel right. with these movies. You really need to get the atmosphere right and make it not so like soap opera-y. What about like Near Dark? I mean, that movie's great. Ooh. Have you seen that? Bill Paxson? I haven't seen it, but I, I know it's beloved. Great vampire movie. It's so good. I got it. That's another one that's on my list. I need to check it out. All right. Well, thanks for the questions, Anthony. We got one more. Our friend Maddie says Phil needs to move to New York so we can hang again. I'm not moving to New York. I'm too country for that, but I appreciate that, Maddie. Um, He's had enough of the fucking tram over here. He doesn't want to deal with that. I had enough of that damn tram. (laughs) You wouldn't believe it, Pa. It's just a big piece of metal, and it moves. But seriously, though, like, I had this thought when I was in the train station figuring out where the hell to go. I was like, I'm too country for this shit. Like, this is too much for me. It's too too much going on. A lot, a lot of hustle and bustle going on. In yeah, here. lots of smells. Um, Not great smells. No. Nah, the tr- the smells. train I took to Long Island literally smelled like a human diaper. I was like, I sat down. I was like, yep, that's human shit. Okay, cool. How much longer? 40 minutes? Not bad. Yeah, no, that's why that's why wearing a mask is you could still wear a mask on the train and people won't look at you weird. 
Oh, yeah, I definitely caught something when I was up there because I got sick as shit. Like, when I got back from New York. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but who knows? So many airports and rubbing elbows with strangers. You don't know where they've been. It's just a melting pot of germs. That's what New York is, baby. That's what airports are. Airports are pretty filthy. I try to keep my distance, uh, but it's very hard to do. Yeah. When you're just breathing and so many people stank. Oh, I think we got one more question. Um, oh, from our friend Robert Cochran. Favorite non-horror movie? Well, that just opens up a whole can of worms. There's plenty of those. What you got? All right, rat- rattle off your top, your current top five favorite non-horror movies. God. It's an ever-changing list, but um, name the f- the top five you could think of. I'll just name what comes to mind. Uh, Stand by Me, Sling Blade, Sling Blade. I love Sling Blade. I think that movie captures um, everyday Southern rural life the best. Like, though not Deliverance. No, definitely not. I mean, I'm sure there are <laughs> there are people out there, but that are like that but i would not want to live in that yeah, world i would say sling blade does the best job at that um i don't know let's hear one from you i can't think of anything um i could rattle it days and confused um, there we go yeah uh that's a solid one um almost famous oh yeah tommy boy uh zodiac that's not really not a horror it's kind of mystery it's horror adjacent all right, so I won't say that. Almost famous, Tommy Boy, planes, trains, and automobiles. All, it's just too classic. Picks. I literally watch that movie every day. Um, I'll say a, a recent favorite, Everything Everywhere All at Once, because that climbed so high up my list. Which I have yet to see. Perfect. I know it's on Paramount Plus, and I started to watch it as soon as I, I don't want to say coming down with the sickness. This, like the day that come I... Come on, get down with us here now. Like the day I started to feel like shit, I was like, okay, well, I have nothing else to do. Let me watch this. But I was like, oh shit, this is like subtitled. This is going to be a deep movie. I can't process this right now. So now when you're feeling like shit, it is, um, it's not all subtitled. Oh, okay. it kind of goes back and forth. Uh, but it is really good. Um, if I had to pick another one, um, I just love so many movies. Nothing but trouble. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I still need to see. I haven't seen it. That's another one I need to see. Clueless. Oh, hey. Clueless. There's your answer for like a movie you love that. Well, nothing but trouble has garnered a cult status. But for the longest time, that movie was just shit on by especially by critics, but a lot of people. But that's one of my desert island. Bring five movies. I'm taking that one for sure. Yeah, I know you always talk about that one. I still need to see it. It's so bizarre. Like, it's, it's just, you just got to watch it. Like, it's <laughs> there's no other way to describe it. It's a uh, 90s, right? 91. Oh, shit. I thought it was like 95 or something. No, we showed it last year at um, 90s Rewind Weekend at the Mahoning. Yeah, that was like a surreal moment to talk about that movie before they showed it. Yeah, on like a stage. I got everybody to 
beep their horn in memory of John Candy because he's in that movie. Hell yeah. yeah. John Candy is just comedic genius. Yeah. One of the comedic geniuses of this world. Yeah, VHS Fest um, <clears throat> meant, well, VHS Fest is happening too, but 90s Rewind in September. I think we locked in dates. It's like maybe September 8th and 9th. But yeah, Brandon Fraser night. It's first night. It's going to be fun. That's going to be a good time. Yeah. They're closing with The Mummy that night. Classic. What are they opening with? Encino Man, Airheads, and The Mummy. I don't think they've announced that yet, but yeah, there you go. We could bleep this out unless you're, this is uh, That's okay. This is an exclusive sneak preview. No, I, I talked to Virgil and he was like, all right, set. 90s Rewind. Boom. But I'm sure they'll announce it pretty soon. <clears throat> yeah, get an official flyer going and everything that y'all can promote. Ooh, Airheads. That's, I love that movie. Another classic. Another one that you can watch every single day. Yeah. Yeah, we could go on forever naming non-horror movies we like, but there you go. Goodfellas? Oh, hey, forget about it. <laughs> you motherfucker, you. You motherfucker, you. No, that's Casino. Yeah, I'm, I'm mixing and matching. Dude, I, when I was watching Cat's Eye the other night for the first time, um, James Woods. Joe Pagina? No, James Woods is hey, James in the Wood. first story of the movie. And I, all I could picture was Lester Diamond. <laughs> it's it's hard to not it's such an iconic person what's robert de niro say to him he's like he's like be a be a man don't be a pimp yeah that's dude right. that scene i haven't seen that scene when he like catches them in the diner he just sits down with them oh so good you could just see the i'm fucked just like, yeah go over his face he's like holy shit he's casino sam, casino was sam rostein nice to meet you you Jew motherfucker, you. <laughs> Don't you ever go over my like, fucking ass. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I could watch... Nero and Pesci are gold. I could watch Goodfellas and Casino back to back right now and love every second of it. I'd say inter- interchangeable top two mob-, mob movies of all time if we're going just mob movies. But Goodfellas, I'll, I'll put up there as one of the best movies of all time. 100%. Totally agree. Um. Well... That's all the questions, Doug. That's it, baby. All right. We exhausted them all. I think uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. But thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all the questions. If you got a minute, thank maybe you. rate the show on iTunes if you have never done that. It helps us out. Uh, tell your friends about it. Share it. Talk about it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. More on that to come. Gonna start. We were also on TikTok doing dumb we're shit. We're also the time. on TikTok. We're sponsored by on Goodyear Tires, Honda Civic, and Blue Chew. <laughs> Gotta go to Moe's. Gotta go to Moe's. <laughs> and Moe's. So we're <laughs> just the case. So we're gonna wrap this episode up like a burrito and get on out of here. Um Yeah, any parting words, Douglas? That's right. Uh parting words. Uh no, thank you for all the questions. And if you're going to be at Carolina Fear Fest, definitely uh, come to the table and hang out with us. Oh, yes. Uh, hang yep. out, out with us in California. Hang out with us wherever at VHS Fest if you're all going. Uh, and we love you. 
Yes, we do. We love the and the support. Anyone who listens, we love you. Anyone who doesn't listen, we also love you. And Doug, I love you. I love you so much. Aww. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you on the next one. I just came. <laughs>